Certainly not. There hasn't been any approach. There hasn't been any indication of uh, uh, that uh, kind of uh, invitation. But uh, suffice to say, I am um, very clear about uh, the will of the people, that the people voted, and that the people voted for change, and they want to see change in this country. I've said, and we continue to say this as uh, the MDC, uh, we are uh, willing to see uh, some sense of direction in terms of the uh, national issues that are on the table around uh, issues of legitimacy, around issues of electoral results, around issues of uh, uh, making sure that we do not have a repeat of disputes in elections by making uh, the process itself uh, very credible uh, going forward. Because we will have the elections not just uh, uh, tomorrow or the day after, but even in some years to come. All elections are supposed to be agreed upon by all citizens, which is the point we have always met, uh, you know, before even the elections. And here we are, we have a disputed uh, uh, declaration of results, which this dispute has to be resolved. And, of course, going forward, we need to agree on the issue of uh, uh, how we are able to resolve fundamental economic issues in the country. People are suffering. You know, people have no jobs. Uh, industries are closing. Uh, we have problems with the current. Uh, I see the bond note is uh, wild on the market. Uh, we need to be resolving those issues. Business has to be back uh, uh, you know, in the fold. Uh, now it's not happening because we have uh, political issues that are supposed to be sorted out. But uh, speaking to the uh, Daily News, one of uh, Mr. Mnangagwa's trusted lieutenant, Secretary General of the uh, War Veterans, Victor Matemadanda, urged you to accept the outcome of the elections and join Mnangagwa in government uh, for the sake of progress. But uh, the key point that he said is that you must accept the outcome of the elections first. Mr. Matemadanda cannot speak on behalf of Mr. Mnangagwa because he's not his spokesperson. But be that is it may, I'm not going to be responding to Mr. Mademaranda. I can only respond to uh, Mr. Mnangagwa. We wrote to Mr. Mnangagwa uh, on a party-to-party basis, but also in his capacity uh, as uh, government uh, uh, leader, uh, then before elections, because we addressed certain issues. Those issues have not been addressed. The letter has not been responded to. We would expect a reply from him. Then we can start to talk about how to go forward, because if he doesn't do that, we will continue to insist on our position that we won this election and that uh, the declaration that was made, as far as we are concerned, is a declaration that is not in sync with the reality. The people voted, they were cheated, and that must be cured because we do not go forward on the basis of fiction, on the basis of falsehoods, on the basis of a lie. Uh, so that must be sorted out first. Then we can go forward. This whole thing by Mr. Matema Danda is not about forcing me to say things that even if, if I repeat a lie a million times, it does not make it the truth. But what we want is to build our country on the pillars of the truth, transparency and accountability, not vindictiveness, hatred and vengeance, which is the problem with our current uh, attitude in politics. But are you open to the idea of a government of national unity to address some of these issues? Well, look, the issue of a government of a national unity or a government of a national chorus or the government of a national consensus or a government of a national disunity is another thing. The bottom line is that our country needs political players to come together to address, one, the political issues around a disputed election 
and a common way forward. Two, around a disputed election and a way forward in terms of stopping disputes in elections. Number three, economic issues. We have to find an economic answer to the problems people are, are, are facing. We must be able to respond to the economic questions of the day. Number four, re-engagement, which is a clear and important issue. We must re-engage the world. But to re-engage the world, we need to have a fundamental understanding of what the issues are around debt, around an economic uh, program that is bankable and credible. That is only possible when people have been able to sit around the table and say, these are the issues. We insist we want the election. Mr. Mnangagwa insists that we want an election. We must resolve that dispute of facts. And, of course, the courts made a ruling, but beyond that, there's a legitimate issue to be resolved by all the people who have the wishes of the people at heart around the will of the people. But some are saying, uh, Advocate Chamisa, that uh, the Concord uh, ruling was final, uh, and as a uh, result, uh, your appeal to the African Commission on uh, Peoples and uh, Human Rights is just uh, an exercise in futility. Let's separate issues. That is not correct. The Concord's ruling was final in terms of the domestic remedies available constitutionally and legally in the country. You know that I'm a lawyer and advocate with the Superior Court in this country. So I am very clear about the processes. Yes, that route is closed. But we have other remedies available for purposes of testing the correctness of the decision, for purposes of uh, laying to bed and on the table. The, uh, the evidentiary basis upon which we are seeking the relief we are seeking the Constitutional Court. Number three, we must also exploit and explore our remedies that are available on the continent because we need, you know, African solutions to African problems. If there is a disputed election, it's an African question which must have an African answer. So yes, it's not as if it's an exercise in futility or fatality. It's an exercise with the full consciousness of the uh, available route that is an escape route to the challenges we are facing in the country. But more importantly, the issues of legitimacy are not resolved in the court. Legitimacy comes from the people. The will of the people is fundamental and final. And the people have decided. The people have spoken. The people have voted. Their voice must be protected. It would be of no use for people to go and vote if their vote does not count. It would be of no use for people to go and vote the next year, the year after, or any other time if their vote is then to be manipulated. That's why it's so important that we do not have a reproduction of dispute, a reproduction of uh, disagreement, a reproduction of a contested outcome. It has to be put to finality. And that's why we are taking the route we are taking. But how realistic is this um, three million bill that uh, ZANU-PF lawyers were talking about? Well... Uh, that's what they said. We obviously have, uh, within the context of the law society and the tariffs, have to contest that. But I can, you can see that these are people who are motivated by vengeance, by uh, revenge, by fixing other people's vindictiveness, hatred, enmity. We, we can't build a nation on the foundation of vindictiveness and vengeance. You can't build a nation on the basis of hatred and fixing other people or making people's lives difficult. I'm not worried by that. I know that this struggle is not a Chinese struggle, but a people's struggle. My struggle is a people's struggle. This revolution is a people's revolution. Whatever happens, 
the people have come in in full, full, full force to support their cause, to support their struggle, to support their revolution, to support their journey. So they said we are carrying the burden. Mr. Chamisa, don't worry. And I'm really humbled, and I thank the people of Zimbabwe for the kind of solidarity they have shown. And this is what will complicate issues going forward. When you are so full of negative force, hatred, and enmity, you can't heal the nation. You can't lead the nation. We need love. We need to come together. We need truth. We don't need falsehoods and lies to be our driving force. And uh, have you also appealed to AU and uh, SADC leaders to try and also resolve this crisis? I have. In fact, I've been in touch with President Ramaphosa at a personal level, and I've engaged him. I've had a conversation with him. I've had conversations with leaders in the region. I've had conversations with the presidents on the African continent, and a number of them are very clear that the situation in Zimbabwe is a complex issue, and they would want this issue to be resolved. And this is why, again, we are also uh, examining the route to African institutions uh, as much as we are reaching out to African presidents and in the region and on the continent, because we believe that they can also come in to help us help ourselves. Because at the end of the day, we need their solidarity to resolve fundamental questions. We must not have a SADC, which is just a trade union of leaders, but a SADC, which is a trade union of values, which is a trade union of principles, which is a trade union of norms and standards for free and fair elections, for good governance. We need a trade union and a community of the people, not just a community of leaders. And that's what we would want SADAC to realize and understand, so that there's total transformation in approach, moving forward and going forward. We need strong institutions on the continent to respond to challenges, strong challenges in various jurisdictions at the national level. Lastly, uh, Advocate Chabisa, are you also meeting any foreign uh, diplomats? Well, we are reaching out to all the key players internationally. We have reached out to the British government, and, uh, and of course, I just met with the British ambassador this afternoon to fully brief them on the position and our perspectives and our five-point plan, which uh, I'm going to share at the appropriate time. I've also met with the U.S. Uh, uh, government through their uh, uh, embassy officials here. I was with the deputy ambassador and the senior leadership in the embassy uh, to also brief them again, the same with Germany and other you know, embassies. We are in the continuous business. I just had a discussion with the European Union uh, representatives uh, before he left, ambassadors and them. Um, and of course, we continue to engage the entire world on the issues that are alive in Zimbabwe in terms of the political issues, the legitimate issues, the solution that we are putting on the table to be able to get out of this uh, political uh, you know, uh, uh, difficulty. We are able to locate exit points to the crisis by being guided uh, by you know, principles of uh, accountability, transparency, good governance, respecting the rule of law. And this is why we've taken the high road to constitutionalism, even if we are aware that it is littered with a lot of landmines.